0: Hello and welcome to the Lemon Tree Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Allison Sucamelli. Each week I'll be taking the science of positive psychology, adding a little humor, and through evidence-based research, provide you with tools and strategies to help you live a life of peace and purpose. In this episode, I will be answering the questions: why do I feel so sad after the holidays? And what is causing this unexpected feeling? But first, if you're interested, social media links, my website, and other information can be found at thelemontreecoaching.com. And if you'd like some daily inspiration, you can follow me on Instagram at coaching. I post quotes and make book recommendations from time to time. This week in my reading stack, only to name a few, I'm revisiting Radical Acceptance by Tara Brock and Transcend the New Science of Self-Actualization by Scott Barry Kaufman. Okay, let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to episode number 50 of the Limitree Coaching Podcast. If you've had a chance to visit the new website, you probably noticed that I have stepped away from coaching and the entire website is dedicated to the podcast, teaching, and other resources found at thelimitreecoaching.com. And it's the beginning of 2024, which I was very excited about after a turbulent end to 2023 for many reasons. I'm sure some of you can relate, but now there's always this big letdown after the holidays. So some of us may be asking, why do I feel so sad after the holidays? What is causing this unexpected feeling? The holidays were good. I spent time with family and friends, so why am I feeling such a sense of sadness? Maybe the holiday season wasn't so happy for you, maybe it brought up the loss of loved ones, relationships, or friendships that have ended, or perhaps a sense of loneliness, especially as holiday cards depicting happy families or social media posts constantly pop up. I was recently having a drink with a friend and the holiday card topic popped up. December is super crazy for teachers closing out a semester, doing grades, fielding all the emails about grades from parents and students, and balancing the holiday spirit with academics in the classroom, decorating and wrapping gifts at home, and sending out holiday cards if you do. Ironically, this year I was only able to send holiday cards to co-workers only because my prep period is the first class of the day, and I did not yet have any finals to grade or late work for that matter. It did give me the opportunity to write and deliver cards to mailboxes. Honestly, this is the first year in a long time that I had the chance to do this. What ended up suffering with all the hustle bustle was that I only mailed out a few cards to really close friends and family members, but ran out of time to send them to neighbors. Luckily, there was a really fun and festive holiday party this year that seemed to suffice. And even the friend I was having a drink with got a card for me. It was handpicked for her and not from a box set. But she left my card at home and kept forgetting or didn't have time to do it, which I don't mind at all, due to the understanding of how breakneck fast this time of year comes and goes, especially with family and kids. But she reminded me that a handful of cards with the perfect, perfect family pictures or social media posts of people having very Merry Christmases and even happier New Year's always may not be what they seem. So don't let that get you down this time of year. Sadly, some people are getting divorced and other relationships and winter frolicking may have cracks that others can't see. If people are genuinely happy, that's great, but we also don't usually see them incessantly posting. And my last long-term boyfriend from a while ago, maybe even a decade ago now, I haven't been keeping track, but his girlfriend before me was obsessed with having professional pictures taken of them. He said the more she felt or knew the relationship was slipping away, the more she would schedule vacations, events, and these couples' photo shoots. Of course, it's nice to have a professional photo of the relationship, but this sounded like it was a desperate attempt to hold on to the relationship. Interestingly enough, by the time the boyfriend and I were together, we never took a single picture together because of this, which is problematic for other reasons, but that's a different episode. And as mentioned in previous episodes, do not compare yourself to other people's social media posts or holiday cards. Things may not always be what they seem, and comparison is the death of all happiness. Stay in your own lane, do your own thing, and don't be concerned with what other people think about you. It's really nice not to have the whole world involved in what you're doing every second. In an upcoming episode, I will be talking about strategies to deal with compulsive attention getters, so stay tuned for that. But let's address the question, why do I feel so sad after the holidays? The research calls this post-holiday blues, and it's more common than you may think. Even if you had a fantastic holiday, you can still experience sadness when this time of year comes to an end. And the National Alliance on Mental Illness, or NAMI, N-A-M-I, describes the holiday blues as feelings of anxiety and stress that come up around the holidays and may be due to unrealistic expectations or memories connected to the holiday season. But the good news is that these feelings are temporary and you will move through them. These feelings can also be related to seasonal affective disorder, commonly known as SAD, which I discussed in episode number 42, which originally aired at the end of November, as the holidays were just getting into full swing. Be reminded that during this time of year, most of us are not on our usual schedules, thus our sleep cycles and energy levels may be affected, for better or worse, and can result in varying levels of concentration. Returning to work is the real kicker, though. Many people will find it stressful and depressing to return to their day-to-day work routines after having some time off. I know I'm dreading it myself. I feel like I rushed to get everything together for the holidays, meals, gifts, and so on. Did all the holiday stuff, then it was over very quickly, and then there was this letdown and rush to pick up all of the holiday decor inside and outside with little time to relax and enjoy it. And just as I'm getting into the routine of everything being back to normal, able to take a breath again, I have to lesson plan for the first day back. So that's going to take up some time. And really, there isn't much relaxation from the so-called vacation. And often feels like we need a break from our break. So if you're feeling depressed, distressed, or anxious about going back to work after the holidays, you're not alone. According to Psych Central, in terms of what causes this sadness after the holidays, includes the following things. It could be the time of year and adjusting to the recent time change, alcohol consumption, which is linked to symptoms of depression overeating this time of year, which can lead you to feeling more down than usual, and being busy all the time this time of year. In a previous episode, I talked about how it is okay to say no and not spread yourself thin by attending every social event you are invited to, which may lead to a lack of sleep, which can be a result of this busyness or other stressors this time of year, including gift expenses or even coming down from the excitement of all the holiday activities, financial strain during and after the holidays, loneliness, and illness, amongst other things. Coping with this post-holiday sadness or post-holiday blues is going to sound like your overgeneralized media reports of self-care, however, self-care is important and not a one-size-fits-all. Self-care is not necessarily a bubble bath, but it is important to get back to healthy routines like getting adequate sleep. Drinking enough water, setting and maintaining boundaries with people, and letting toxic relationships go, being certain you move your body every day, especially if you're heading back to a desk job where you sit for the majority of the day, and monitoring your energy level and not pushing yourself beyond that limit in unhealthy ways. And if you go to my website at thelemontreecoaching.com, there's a link to my TPT shop called The Tree by AKS, and there are some free downloads for morning routine templates and other items to help get you organized and create healthy habits. You just have to figure out what works best for you. Again, and all of the research reiterates this, just know that this post-holiday season sadness will pass. You're not the only person feeling this way. Instead of making yourself busier to avoid these feelings, sit in it. Feel it so you can move through it. If the feelings don't pass after an extended period, you may consider speaking with a mental health professional if you don't already have one. If you are concerned about post-holiday sadness for next year, there are several peer-reviewed articles that you can find online to help you prevent and further cope with these blues. Psych Central has good articles as well as The Very Well Mind, which clearly explain the research behind post-holiday blues rather than a heavy psych article with a bunch of jargon that may only confuse and frustrate people further. I'm not going to lie, they can also be extremely boring. It is common for there to be a spike in mental health issues after the holiday season, It is significant to pay attention to the duration or how long these symptoms last, and if prolonged, speak with a mental health professional. Depression involves low mood for most of the days for a period of two weeks or more, while post-holiday sadness will be for a shorter amount of time and not interrupt your daily life as much. However, if post-holiday sadness begins to interrupt your daily functioning, like making it impossible to get out of bed, go to work, or even leave the house, it may be time to check in with a mental health professional. But do give yourself time, self-care, whatever that means to you. It's not just something that you do once and it's all healed. You can't just brush your teeth one time and be good for the rest of your life. So ease back into your day-to-day routine rather than doing a cannonball right into the center of it. And teachers, be mindful of this when it comes to getting students back into the school routine after weeks of being off and possibly unmanaged by a parent or guardian all day that had to be at work to make ends meet. While it's important to connect with others, Find things to look forward to and perhaps watch funny television or movies to get us out of our funk. It's also important to face your feelings head on, feel them, and move through them rather than ignoring them or stuffing them down only to have these feelings surface at unexpected and inconvenient times. So pay attention to how long these feelings last, do some self-care that works for you, and if you are finding yourself stuck, speak with a mental health professional or visit 988lifeline.org, call or text 988 in the United States for the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline or 000, the National Emergency Telephone Number in Australia. Okay, so there you have it. Recommended readings related to this episode include the articles What Are the Post-Holiday Blues? It's Not Uncommon to Feel Sad After the Holidays, But Know When to Seek Help by Barbara Field, updated on November 29, 2023, and Keeping Your Spirits Up When the Holidays End, medically reviewed by Karen Gep, PsyD, and by Kathy Casata, updated on December 17th, 2021. And if you are interested and would like to receive daily inspiration via social media, you can join the Lemon Tree Coaching community on Instagram at the Lemon Tree Coaching. I post meaningful quotes from my weekly readings and recommend books from time to time. So check it out and see if it's for you. And teachers, you may want to check out my TPT store called the Lemon Tree by AKS. There are some free lessons you can download or explore the shop for more. Again, my shop is The Lemon Tree by AKS on TeachersPayTeachers.com. And thank you for listening. This is Dr. Allison Sucamelli saying it's been a pleasure sharing this space with you. And until next time, have fun, be safe.